hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Texas Real Estate and Finance Podcast. I am your host, Mike Mills, a local mortgage maker here in Dallas-Fort Richard I host this podcast each week, but I also help people every day achieve the challenging goal of homeownership. So if you ever have any questions or need help with a client, please feel free to reach out to me anytime. I am happy to help. Now, today we are breaking away from our usual real estate topics and diving into the other half of the podcast title, which is finance. Now, with the holidays wrapping up and family time still in everyone's world right now, we are continuing our conversation. I started a little over a month ago with my daughter, focusing today on imparting crucial money management wisdom to the next generation. But before we dive in, um, let's ponder this. How are we really teaching our kids about money these days? Are we grooming them to become cogs in the corporate machine or do we dream of having them have true financial independence? Now, in my parents' heyday, the uh, baby boomers, they had unions, lush benefits, golden pensions, and early retirements with great companies that really seemed to care about their employees. But fast forward to today's generation, and we've got 401ks managed by large head funds, hedge funds, shorter vacations, long work hours, and salaries that barely keep up with the rising cost of living. So we might want to rely on schools to do all the heavy lifting when it comes to financial education. But let's face it, if your kids have to... If, you're, if you want your kids to have success with money in today's challenging work environment, we as parents have to take the lead and take charge, whether we like it or not. So what are we going to teach our kids? I mean, I work in mortgages and I talk to people every day about what it takes to buy a home with income, assets, and credit. And even I'm unsure if my daughter will be able to afford a house when she's ready to settle down and start a family. But knowing her, she might just decide to wander the earth like Kane and Kung Fu and going from town to town and getting in adventures. But... So today, here's the real crux of the problem. Money isn't just about how much you make. It's about what you do with it. The steps we take to show our kids how the system works might seem small, but it's the path I'm taking with my 16-year-old daughter to get her where she needs to be in the easiest, least eye-rolled and bruh-calling way possible. So um, if I wanted to stand on our own two financial feet, my wife and I need to kickstart our financial education now, why we still have some of her attention, because once she flies the coop in a couple of years, those lessons become harder and harder to teach. Now, full disclosure, um, this is my first rodeo in guiding any child through this financial journey. So I am no expert. Um, it's trial and error process for me, too. And we're going to share all of it with you, the good, the bad and the ugly. So without further ado, let me introduce my ever enthusiastic, but mostly disgruntled teenage daughter, Katie Jane. How's it going, everybody? All right. So obviously, you are super pumped about being here today, um, as we can obviously tell. So um, tell me a little bit um, what. All right. You're having to sit in here with me and go mm -hmm. through this stuff. OK, yes. so last time you were mad because you didn't have enough time pr to prepare on all the stuff that we were going to talk about. Do you feel like you've had enough time today? Yes. 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 <laughs> I he sent me the text of what I will be asked. And uh -huh. I have prepared answers okay but they're not fully thought out so i'm feeling better okay good so um why don't i want you to really share now that you're going through this the second time i want you to tell everybody about how you really feel about this whole thing that we're that i'm making you do and um you know what you may or may not be able to be able to get out of it like how i feel about being here yeah right now? being here making me making me making you do well, all this stuff go ahead unload it's fine <laughs> It's you're in the trust room. I recently have started rewatching Grey's Anatomy. Uh huh. And that's what I was doing before this. That's what I will be doing after this. And I could be doing that right now, but I'm not. So you're saying you're upset because you can't watch Grey's Anatomy and that's really all you're thinking about at this point? Yeah. Okay. So Grey's Anatomy is the issue. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, I'm glad at least, um, uh, you know, it's not because uh, you hate me. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't hate you. All right. So. Um, the last time we kind of went through everything that we were going to do and go through and talk about, and we did a couple of those things since we last talked. So, um, I want to first start with, um, we had to go open a checking account. Yes. Right. Yes. So tell me from your perspective, how all that went and what your impression of that was, what you thought it was going to be versus what it actually was and, uh, things of that nature. Okay. Well, when we went, I was like, I didn't, again, I didn't really want to go. There's not a whole lot of things I want to do. Uh -huh. but except watch Grey's Anatomy mm -hmm. it wasn't that bad it I thought it would be like a little easier kind of or not easier but like 
they wanted a lot more information than I thought I would need to give because mm-hmm. I thought they would just need like my name and like your name and right. your account and then just like attach me. Right. But I had to do like my social security number and all this stuff and we had to sit there and answer questions and do all this. So it wasn't that bad. It just like it took it didn't it didn't even take that long. It just I wasn't really involved in it. But it was fun. I mean it wasn't fun. I'm lying. But <laughs> it didn't suck. It wasn't that bad. I thought it would be a lot like more difficult. It was more detailed than I thought it would be, but like I thought I would have to do all this stuff and I didn't really have to. I just had to answer questions. So what did you have to do exactly? So tell everybody what what it, how how we went through the process. Well, it was a minute ago, but we went in. Well, what did we do first though? Oh, we had to schedule an appointment. Well, did we have to schedule an appointment right away or did we we started you started online, right? Yeah. Yes. Now, I thought we could do it online, but I was wrong. Okay. So so you had to go online and you had to fill everything out. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's when they asked you, do you understand the importance of your social security number now? Yeah. I've literally, I've had, I've been with all this stuff that we've been doing. I like have it memorized basically. Yes. Like I have to, like, I use it so much. I never even knew I had one until like a month ago. (laughs) So you never even knew you had a social security number. And then all of a sudden now you, now you have it by memory because you've had to use it so many times. Yeah. Yes. Um, So we went through the process, we filled out everything online and then um, you thought at that point we were going to be done, but why did we have to go in? Do you remember? Because actually I don't remember. It, did I have to like prove that I was real or something? Well, we had to do with your age. Oh, cause you had to be with me. Right. Because you were under 18 yeah. and if you were going to be on a custodial account, which is what we kind of had, then mm-hmm. you had to come in and I had to come with you. Cause I had to prove that you. Let yes, me. correct. I had, it was, yeah, it's basically like a proof that your parents are allowing you to do this because the only proof of age they have was your driver's license and you're under, under 18. Yeah. So we had to physically go into the location. Okay. So yes. we fill out everything online, uh, put in all your basic information and then we decide or we find out that we have to physically go there which you were just really stoked about well i thought that we could just do it online and then it was like schedule an appointment and i was like what well because most of your life is stuff that's done online right yeah it is almost all of my life is done online very rarely do you have to physically go somewhere and do it i know so so then we had to go into the bank all right so so tell us about that well it wasn't i mean it was a bank. It was like you'd expect. It was boring. And when I walked in, I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. And then we went to the room and le- like I answered questions for the lady. And then she made you do it on her app, yes. which I thought was weird because yeah. I thought she would have to do it on the thing. But I just don't get why we had to go in. I mean, I get why we had to go in. But like we basically did it all on our phones on the app. Yes. Like I feel like we could have just. Well, but again, it comes down to proving because you're a minor opening up a checking account yeah. that you have to. We have to prove that that you and I have the relationship and it's okay. And then they, they tied you to my account. Mm-hmm. Um, so what she was doing through the app, the reason she had me do that is because all of my information, it was easier to set up if I, if I initiated it through the app rather than her like filling out a bunch of stuff and then starting something brand new. Yeah. So um, now how much money do we have to put into your account? Remember? $25. $25. I got $25 that day. You got $25 that day for going through and suffering the process of opening up your own bank account. <laughs> I'm such an evil person. So you got money for it though. So that wasn't terrible, although you didn't particularly care that much about that either. Just uh, generally disinterested in the entire process, right? I guess. Yeah. Did we? How, how was our interaction that day? He was mad at me. <laughs> why was I mad at you? Because I wasn't paying enough attention. <laughs> and why weren't you paying enough attention? Because I didn't want to do it. Because you didn't want to do it. So you were you were not happy about having to go through it. So, um, so now tell me, tell everybody about what kind of situation you had and having to pay for things prior to opening your account. And then now that you have an account, is anything different? Is it the same? How does that work? Well, honestly, like I was thinking earlier of a reason why it's different, but it's really not. Like the only. So what did you have to do before? Explain that. Before, like, they're on Busy Kid, there were like chores and stuff that I could like click. Right. And it would put money into my thing. And then every Friday, I would get like payday mm-hmm. and it would put the money into my savings. And then I could load my card. It would do like 90% of it went into savings and then like 10% of it, or sorry, 90% went into spending, 10% went into savings. And then I could like put it on my card. But now I just like, it's the exact same thing. I just don't have like a payday and I don't click chores. So if I just like get like my birthday and Christmas and all stuff like money, I just 
give it to you and you just put it in my thing. So it's well, like the same thing as busy kid. But it is, but that cash now you can actually put in yourself, which we haven't done that yet. Oh yeah. I can go to an ATM. Yes. And you can, you can, you can deposit money into your account and mm -hmm. you can take it out. Whereas before you couldn't. And for me, do you know why it's better for me that you use your debit card than us using busy kid anymore? Cause it gave you fees whenever Correct. I wanted to put money on my card or take money out, or put money in. Right. So every time we made a transaction, if I loaded money into your account, or if mm -hmm. I even like, you know, when y'all would get cash, if I would take cash off that account, uh -huh. cause I would give you however much for your chores that day or that week or whatever. And then if you wanted cash, cause you want to go do something with it, then I would have to pull it off, but then it would charge me every single time. So yeah. now I can just transfer money back and forth because we're on the same account with it's with Bank of America, by the way. So now we can transfer money back and forth and I don't have to pay those fees. So it's always better. Right. Yes. So how much these days do you use cash versus a card when you have the chance to? And do you like either one better or worse? Well, I use Apple Pay. OK, I love Apple Pay because okay. I don't even have to like it's just um, you just put your stuff in my phone put my, the card in my phone and like, I just like tap my phone and then I don't even have to get my wallet out. So really? I Apple pay okay. for like everything for everything. Mm -hmm. See, I don't use Apple pay hardly at all. It's I, it's so much better than using my card because you, you don't have to stick it in. You have to type in your pen. You literally just tap your phone to like the little thing where you would put your card in and yeah. you double click and you scan your face Yeah, and then that's it. And that's it. Okay. See, we're learning technology hacks as we go too. I'm sure everybody else uses Apple Pay. I just don't use it very often because it's like I think when you get older, you just don't trust stuff. So you just don't like. Uh, I'm I'm always and worried like, I'm going to get to the line and I'm not. It's not going to work. And they're like, Well, how are you going to pay now, sucker? You know. <laughs> well, like it helps a lot because like in the mornings, I get Starbucks, but I have to mobile order because I if I don't if I wait in line I'll be wait to school. Mm -hmm. So I can just mobile order and I can pay through Apple Pay on my phone too, and I don't have to like put my card information in i just double click and so then you just roll up and get your order and you're done yeah okay so you're streamlining the process See, you're better at that you're better at spending money than me congratulations <laughs> I do it a lot. yeah you're learning that process pretty well all right so um so we set up the checking account and uh got you your own little you know your your big girl big girl card you know you've got your own little your yeah. your bank of america card that you can use we still haven't done any deposits yet i think you're a little nervous about that but we need to do that soon do you still have some cash from christmas yeah okay do you want to put it in there yeah we can okay well we'll need to do that here pretty quick so i can show you how to do that okay. too um so we haven't done that yet but you know these are little bitty steps we're taking here so next thing is is we go set up a, a savings account mm -hmm. all right so we went to bank of america to do your checking account because that's where my wife and i bank and we have all a lot of our accounts there yep. um and then where do we go to do your savings account EECU. EECU. Now, do you remember why we decided not to do a savings account at Bank of America? Because it's like hard, it would be harder to get it at EECU. So it's harder to get money from the savings account. Right. So harder to get your cash moving around. Yeah. 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 Right. So with a savings account, it's kind of like an out of sight, out of mind thing. Right. So you can set up when we'll, we'll get to this later on, but you know, when you start, cause now you have, now you're gainfully employed, which we'll talk about in a minute as well. You have a job. I do. Um, but, uh, you can actually set up your accounts when you get with your employer and they'll deposit a certain amount of money into your checking account and they'll yeah. deposit a certain amount of money into your savings account. If you want, mm -hmm. you can set it up that way. So it's like split cause they go direct deposit on everything used to back in my day. We actually got checks, like physical checks. We would get a uh, envelope with a check on it, and we had to like go physically to the bank to deposit it every Friday whenever we got paid. Hmm. Now it just goes directly into your account. Seems really antiquated, doesn't it? Yeah, I would not want to do that. <laughs> Can't just Apple Pay your way out of that one. Um, all right. So, what was was there any difference between going into EECU and setting your savings account versus going to Bank of America? I mean. There might have been, but I feel like it was just the same thing. Just ask questions, open this. How much money do you want to put? Yeah. What's your social security number? Yeah. And that was it. And, and on that day, I gave you a, a pretty good little chunk of money, didn't I? Mm -hmm. And were you appreciative at that point? Yes. Not I was. really. I was. I was. You didn't really know until we got out of the room, though, did you? No. Well, because like they were doing it or whatever, and he. I don't even know if she said the amount. She's just like, do you just want to put the minimum? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, do you even know how much money I put on your thing? And I was like, no. Have and you it, even? And then you're like, ah. <laughs> Have you even gone and looked at it since then? No. No. So do you even? I mean, you know how much is there, but, um, yeah. but, uh, but that's the idea, right? The idea is like when you have two separate accounts. That's nothing more. Convenience would make more sense for you to have your savings and your checking. Yeah. Account to Bank of America together. And maybe one day when you get on your own, you want to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, uh oh, 
Mr. McElroy's got a got a comment on his chat. He says, make sure you have all your alerts set up. So do you have your alerts set up? Okay. I'm trying to figure out on my Bank of America. I don't know how to put it whenever you put money on my card. Because, mm-hmm. like, I always, like, I'm asking you, like, did you put, like, if I'll, like, give you money, but, like, did you put it on my card? And you're like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know how to. Have you it. even gone and looked? Yeah, I tried. You tried? And I now I get notifications if I, like, go to Sonic. It's like, you spent a dollar and 82 cents at Sonic. Okay. But, like, good. I don't want, I know that I spent that money. Right. Like, I don't care. Right. Like, well, I just no, why do you need to know that, though? Oh, in case somebody else spends my money. There you go. Okay. So in case someone else gets access to your account, then you know that that money's going in there. So that's why you need that. I'm sh- there's probably a way to set up a deposit alerts. I haven't gone in there to look at it, but mm-hmm. but we'll we'll look at that too. Well, we'll uh I'll make I'll make some notes here. We got deposits and then I don't know where my pen is, but we got deposits and then we've got uh we've got to set up your alerts in your savings account. Yes. Okay. So um now, what I was saying is that maybe one day it'll make more sense for you to set up your savings account together with checking and savings at Bank of America because you can split them up there as well. But mm-hmm. again, the idea is when money's not in the account, it's harder to spend. Yeah. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. So it's just a it's it's nothing more than just a human nature hack, essentially, because all you're trying to do is just if the money's not there, it'll still be there. You still have I mean, you know that you have the money. But if your regular account that you're using out of it, you get that little do you get the low balance alert? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you get that all the time. I've then. only got I've, I've only gotten it twice. <laughs> you got the low balance alert two times? Yes. Okay, good. Well, at least you're getting them and they're coming <laughs> through. So um now um going through all this using your debit card now and having cash and having the two accounts, is it just something that you're just completely oblivious to, or is this something like you do you have a little bit of sense of like I'm I'm becoming a little bit of a grown up or well, how, like, how are you feeling about it? The ECU is like Again, I just don't pay attention to it because uh-huh. I'm not using it anytime soon. It's just like my savings and I don't open the app ever. But Bank of America, I'm like, okay, like the card has my name on it. I'm like, uh-huh. I, have, I have a Bank of America card. You're kind of a big deal. You feel like you're. <laughs> <laughs> a okay, well, that's good. I mean, that's the idea is, is some of this is part of these little steps that we're doing and setting up. This is all simple stuff. None of this is incredibly complicated, but it's to give you a sense a little bit more of, Hey, I'm in charge of my own, my own stuff here. I got to control. We can't really do budgeting yet uh-huh. because you don't have any expenses other than nope. the fun stuff that you like to spend, nor do you have any income coming in yet nope. uh, to make sure that you, you have that. All right. Chad's got another tip because do you know why Chad has all these tips, by the way? No, Chad work. He's a banker. He works for, I don't say who he works for. Cause I don't I uh, know. He's, change reasons i'll change that up but he said opt out of overdrafts also if not already done just a reminder it's for checks atm and debit transactions only if you use credit uh if you use your credit portion then you can overdraft okay interesting but we're not going to have any overdrafts no right because i don't know what that is yeah do you don't know what an overdraft is no. what do you think it is mm. think about the two words what do they mean over which is more uh-huh drafts What's a draft where they take something? So if they took There's so many different definitions they, of draft, if they took too much out of your account uh-huh. and you didn't have enough in there, uh-huh. that's an overdraft. Oh, oh so well, like if you have 10 bucks in your account, you go spend 15, you're overdrafting your account. Yeah. And they can charge you for that sometimes too, depending on the account. So if mm. you overdraft it used to back in the day, again, old school stuff, we used to have to write checks. Okay. And remember, oh, <laughs> remember she asked you if you wanted checks? Huh? At the bank, she asked you if you want a check. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Very few checks being written these days. But thirty-eight. Hey, thirty-eight dollar fee. Thirty-eight dollar fee. That's the overdraft charge. So the checks we used to write, we could float our accounts. So if, like, when I was in high school, if I had a paycheck and I was depositing it on Friday, uh-huh. I could write a check on Thursday for like fifty bucks if I was going to pay for something. Uh-huh. And because, like, if I was going to the grocery store, right? So then the bank, the the grocery store would take the check, they would put it in their account or you know in their yeah. deposits or whatever and then they would have to deposit into their bank account and then their bank account would take a day or two to clear so you could float checks where you could write a check ahead of time huh. for money that you didn't have yet and then get it now was that allowed yes or? absolutely it was allowed now the only they got smart to this though because what they started doing was now they had then they had scanners that they would run their checks through mm-hmm. so then they would verify in your account if that uh. money was there so it got, I mean, it, it was a hack in the beginning and then it, they figured it that part out. out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can still write checks, but nowadays if you don't have the money and they, they'll know, so there, there's nothing that you can do now, but we used to be able to do that again, back in my day. Um, 
All right. So, so let's talk about the book now, your, your homework assignment. So we went through our, our checking and savings adventure there. Um, again, very simple stuff, but just, you know, this is the process of you learning the stuff, the deposits and alerts and all these things, learning what an overdraft is, which you found out for the first time today. Thanks, Chad. I guess obviously failed on that one. Um, all right. So let's talk about the book. What was the book? You remember? Like what the book was about? What's the book called? It's called Rich Dad, Poor Poor Dad. Poor Dad. And what's... Robert something. Robert Kiyosaki. Yep. Okay. So what's the, what is the gist of the entire book based on just what you've read so far? We'll get into the first chapter. How to get rich. How to get rich. Not, I mean, kind of, maybe, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's something like that along those lines. So, all right. So tell me about the, the very first chapter. What did you, what did you read in the first chapter and what did you gain? Like what, what was kind of the, the gist of it? It was like, it was about him when he was younger. I think the whole book is about him when he's younger. Kind of. I mean, he gets into a little more in depth a little bit later on. This part was about him when he was like eight or nine. Yes. And he was with his friend and he had his, his dad who was, he was really smart, but he wasn't like, didn't have a lot of money. Like a PhD. Yeah. Well, he had a good, he had a good job, made good money. He just didn't manage his money very well. And then his best friend's dad was, um, really good. Like with money, he, he like didn't he like got to eighth grade and that was it but yeah so his functional education wasn't that great but he had a lot of businesses yeah yeah and so they were trying to make him and his friend were trying to like make money so you remember on the very first part in the book he went to he actually went to his dad yeah and asked him do you remember the question he asked him uh, it was like, how do I get rich or something? Yeah, he, he was w- trying to go with his friends and they wouldn't let him cause he wasn't rich. Yeah. Yeah. So he was asking, how do I get rich? Mm-hmm. Right. And then do you remember what his dad told him? Mm, it was like, it goes directly into him making or doing what he did. It was like, Oh, make money. You have to learn how to make money. Yeah. yeah right. Uh-huh. And then, and then he just, that was it. Right. Yeah. No other clarification. No. Right. Okay. So then, <laughs> so then he made. Well, like, so then what did he do? He created coins with like. But how did he do that? He melted down like toothpaste yes. tubes because yes. they were made out of like lead. Lead back in the day or something. And he melted them down and like made coins. Made nickels. Yeah. Yes. So he counterfeited money. Yes. <laughs> so, but but what like he actually went through like him and his friends had this entire plan uh-huh. on what they were going to do right they they collected all of the used toothpaste tubes they were going around to people's houses knocking on their doors yep. collecting these tubes and then once they had enough to put together they set up this like <laughs> this refinery basically yeah. in their driveway right uh-huh. melting down these tubes and taking the lead and then creating a cast yep. so then they could drop the metal or the pour the uh pour the lead into the cast and they were making nickels. They were. I mean, look, regardless of if that was legal or not, that's a pretty good. Smart. I mean, <laughs> you know, he says make money like they they were making money, they right? Were. So just not the right way. You just can't quite make money. I mean, you can. I mean, these days they call that money laundering and, you know, you can create uh. dollars and all that kind of fun stuff. But all right. So he couldn't make money that way. Right. So then they went to their friend mm-hmm. or his friend's dad. Yeah. Right. The one that had the businesses and whatever. So what what did that experience go like for him? So they went to the friend's dad and he was like, he got them a job at some convenience store, like sweeping. Yeah. It was like his, his store. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And they made 30 cents an hour. They worked. I don't think they made 30. I think they made 10 cents cents an hour. hour. They worked three hours every Saturday and they made like 30 cents a week. Right. This was like 1956. So yeah, and it's, even it's, then it wasn't a little, 10 cents. Yeah, wasn't a lot it was money like yet. 10 cents was like, he could buy a comic book. And so he'd buy three comic books and then be done. Yeah, yes. And he had to like quit his little league baseball and he was yes. all mad about it. Yes. And he so was then ticked about it. And so then yeah. what did the guy make him when he wanted to come talk to him? So then whenever he wanted to come talk to him, he made him like make an appointment and sit in the office and wait. And then he had to wait like an hour and he was mad and he went in and he was like, why are you making me wait? Like, I'm like, this is child labor. Like, <laughs> give me my money. I want more money. And he was like, this is what I'm trying to teach you. Like, you don't want to, like, why are you having to come sit here and do this? Like, you don't want to do this for your whole life. Right. So what, what was the lesson in that directly, do you think? It was to learn how to be your own boss and not be someone else have someone else be your boss well you don't necessarily you know a boss isn't a good or a bad thing necessarily it all just depends on the the terms of your employment and how it works like like my job for example right okay. so like i have i work for a company i have a boss but um my 
future and my income is tied completely to my work and what I do. Yeah. And if I produce and I make, if I sell and I make good, you know, make good choices, then my bosses quote unquote, leave me alone. There, there yeah. is no, you know, uh, input from them. But if I don't, and I don't do my job and I don't have my own personal, my self drive, then that's when I run into issues. Right. Uh -huh. But that would be the same if you had your own company or you didn't. Yeah. Okay. If you have your own company, but you don't want to work, are you going to make any money? No. No. So what he was really, what he was showing them was, yes, you know, you, you don't want to have, I think the ultimate message was, is you don't want the fate, your fate mm -hmm. tied to somebody else and what they think of you or what they want to do. Yeah. Right. That's the idea is that because if you are completely dependent on someone else to give you a paycheck for someone else to employ you and for them to determine whether or not you're going to make your bills this month, well, then they have ultimate control over you. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to show up to when you're supposed to show up. You have to do the work that you're supposed to do, whether you like it or not. And he used, do you remember how he used the, the, a couple of the people that were already working for him as like kind of examples of what not to be. And even though it sounded kind of mean, it was, it was a lesson that he was trying to give to him. Was it like the people who came and talked to him, like he fired him or something? Well, when he went into the office and he was a, when the kid went to the guy and was upset about the fact that, um, that he had, uh, uh, you know, wasn't making enough money and, you know, didn't want to keep working there. And why wasn't he, cause he had told him he was going to teach him. He's like, you haven't taught me anything. I took less money so I could be here. Like, this is a bunch of crap. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he, he thought that that was a good thing because that meant that he had some fire. He was upset about it. Like he was going to argue his point and fight for himself a little yeah. bit, which was why he was willing to teach him more because he told us, he told his son mm -hmm. to tell, you know, Robert at the time that once he gets fed up with having to work, cause it took like three or four weeks. Yeah. Right. So once he got fed up with having to work every day and earning next to nothing and he was ready to quit, that's when he needed to come see him, uh -huh. right? Because he wanted to see, all right, how much are you going to fight for yourself, right? Yeah. And this is a thing, you know, that comes up often and, you know, sometimes people get upset about this, but are you familiar with um, something called the pay gap with men and women? I mean, yeah, kind of. Do you know what that is? That like they get paid like some sometimes like a little less than men. Yes. No. I mean it's it's a it's a regular thing that happens. So do you uh, know do you know why that is or or what do you what do you think why do you think that is? Uh, do you have any idea? No. Maybe because they think men work harder than women. I don't know. Well, so there's a lot of I I don't have the answer to this exactly. So <laughs> be very clear about that. But um, but there are there are thoughts behind how this occurs. There are situations in life, most certainly, where a man is running the show at, you know, he's the boss and he pays the female less than the male that absolutely uh -huh. occurs. But there are also different circumstances in life that bleed into this. So like, for example, I like to use attorneys as an example where if you and if you and I were the same age and we both went to law school and got our attorney and you're a female and I'm a man yeah, and we go work. Well, um, at some point, uh, because I can't have babies, right? So at some point, if you want to have a family, then yeah. you're going to have to determine whether or not you want to sacrifice a little bit of work in order to raise a family, mm -hmm. right? And as a male, I don't have to make that decision often because of the way things are kind of set up these days um, and have been, you know, forever. So, and more often than not, you know, now there are circumstances where men stay home with the kids all the time, but you're still the one that's having to carry, deliver and, and go through the process of doing that. Right. Yep. So, so because of that, you, I can keep pushing my career forward and you kind of get stalled out for a period of time. Uh -huh. Right. And employers will also look at that in that environment and go, well, you know, and it's, this is not the right thing to do, but it just, this is what happens is they go, well, the guy is going to keep working. You're not going to want to have kids. And the, the lady's probably going to want to have children at some point. So I'm going to give them more opportunities. Yeah. That absolutely happens. Okay. But the other side of it too, and, and this occurs um, a lot, and I've talked to your mom about this and I've talked to a lot of women about this is that often women don't advocate for themselves enough, mm -hmm. right? Because you have the right to go talk to your boss and say, Hey, I deserve to make more money. I deserve to, you know, have better hours in a better work environment. But often, you know, women be not, this is a general statement, <laughs> but often they will, y'all will, you know, just be like, well, I'm happy with what I have and I don't want to rock the boat and I don't want to cause any problems, yeah. right? We're guys are egomaniacs and we bust through the door, tell them we're the greatest thing in the world, you know, even though we're not most of the time. And yeah, so you, you've experienced that in dealing with the boys around uh -huh. you, right? They, the boys have every confidence on the planet. And too much. Yes, too much, too much. Yeah. So, so that's what happens a lot of times in the work environment where if, and that's what the message that he was trying to teach that, 
Robert at the time was, was mm -hmm. like, you have to advocate for yourself. If you're not getting what you think you deserve, you have to fight for it. Yeah. Right. You can't just take what they give you and be quiet and don't say anything about it. So that was part of that lesson that he was teaching him is he had those other employees that quietly waited, didn't say anything, didn't complain, you know, and just took their low pay and didn't have a word to say about it. And he's like, look, I might be a jerk for not paying them what they're worth, but at the same time, if they're not going to advocate for themselves, then why would I go out of my way to, yeah. to do that for them? Right. So that's a lesson that you want to take from that as well as you have to fight for yourself. But at the end of the day, what he's really trying to tell him is you have to understand that you cannot, if, if you want to have freedom, right? Not mm -hmm. necessarily, it's not necessarily about money because you can have really good high paying jobs, but if you're tied to what that employer wants you to do and where they need you to be every day, then that freedom is what can sometimes be more important in your life than the money itself. Yeah. Right. And having your own and creating your own path and, and blazing your own way is going to get you to that freedom in a much better way in a lot of cases than it would be being an employee. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's kind of like your mom and I, like, do you, are, are we at home all the time or are we around the house pretty often? Yeah. We get to see all your stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Do you have friends whose parents can't always come to their things? Yeah. And why is that usually? Because they're working. Yeah. Because they have, they have to go to their job and they have to work, but we can create that because we've created our own little world. So, yeah. Um, so now they talked a lot about education in that. Do you remember what, what some of the conversations he was having with the, the rich dad and the poor dad regarding like education itself and what kind of education is important versus what is it? I mean, not really. No, no, I don't really remember that part. I'm not so, sure. so there's, there's two types of education in, as the book relates to it. Yeah. There is go to school, get your four-year degree. Oh, is it like like learning and then like actual like experience? To some that, extent, there was like a pyramid something yeah. about that. Yeah. So it's it's learning in, in a in a school structured environment, right? Going uh -huh. to college, getting your degree, following your path, right? Yeah. So like for example, right now as of today, and there is no right or wrong yeah. answer to this. I know, I know, it's okay, but uh, this is I'm demonstrating a point. Right now, as it goes today, where what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. You have no idea. No. Right. So. As the, the path goes right now, we know we can graduate from high school and you don't have to have any idea. Yeah. All right. But what's the thing about college? You need to figure out what ish, what you want to do so you can do the major that helps you. with. Right. Because if you change your mind, which everybody does, by the way. Yeah. What, what can happen with some of those classes that you take? Like, what do you mean? Well, if you, what did you want to do before, like a while back? Do you remember? Like physical therapy. Physical therapy. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of classes do you have to take to be a physical therapist? You have to like take a lot of like anatomy classes, science, yeah. chemistry, biology, all, all that, that kind stuff. of stuff. Right. Um, you, you got a big fan club. Uh, Aunt Gail says you're doing great by the way. And then <laughs> Elizabeth says you're doing awesome as well. So, so it's, thanks guys. It's not so terrible. Um, so you have to go and figure out kind of, if you're going to be a physical therapist, you have to take certain classes to go along with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, what did you tell me? <clears throat> do you remember what you told me the other day? What you're kind of thinking maybe you want to do now? I mean, it, whether it's I, like sports, like I just said that I want to do something in sports, like right. sports, like medicine or broadcasting yeah, or right? something. Yeah. So let's say you went the broadcasting journalism route. So okay. what do those biology and chemistry classes do for you? If you uh, went that route? Not a whole lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing, right. <laughs> nothing. Okay. But when you go to college, you realize you have to pay for those classes. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you decided for two years, you were going to be a physical therapist and then all of a sudden decided you weren't. Okay. Well mm -hmm. then there's a good chance that half of that money that you spent on going to be a physical therapist is completely wasted. Yeah. Right. And if you're taking out loans to pay for school, right. Uh -huh. Then that's money that you're going to have to pay back for something that you didn't use. Yeah. So it's not that you necessarily have to find your way right away, but it is something that you have to consider when you go to college of what classes I'm going to take, because there could be a point where I change my mind, which mm -hmm. is completely normal. Like everybody does that. I did it. Your mom did it. We all, everybody changes their mind. Uh, yeah. But you have to consider that, right? Mm -hmm. So so what he was saying is like if you go that regular path of going to school and taking all the courses and, and, and getting even getting your degree and going through it, that's great. But that really just puts you in a place a lot of times where you can now have a job. Yeah. Right? Because even uh, doctors and who, who you know, have to go to the most schooling possible, a lot of them will come out and start their own practice as a doctor, but, the, but they have to run the business side of it, right? Mm -hmm. They're really good at being a doctor. Yeah. But maybe they're not as good at opening checking accounts <laughs> and savings <laughs> accounts, right? Yeah. And using Apple Pay because they never had to. Now that's small, silly little examples. But yeah. but what I'm saying is, is there's two types of education. There's the education, what you need to do your job, mm -hmm. but then there's the education of what you need in order to 
sustain your life essentially, which is financial education. Yes. And right now in school, okay, you go to you go to we were at a six A public high school in a very good school district. Yeah. How much do y'all talk about money? Rarely ever. I don't think ever. You're 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 halfway through your sophomore year. Yeah. I'm, right? Well, I am taking global business next semester. Okay. But so far, nothing at all. Nothing. I mean, nothing, nothing, right? And and not that that's a good or a bad thing. It's not an indictment on our school district because every school is like this. Yeah. Um. But so if you get any kind of education about money at all, where does it come from? You. Right. Me. Yeah. Right. And it's annoying as hell, isn't it? Very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll need it. But yes. I'm... Yes. But when it comes from me and it comes from your dad, who's in your ear all the time about all kinds of stuff, you just kind of rolls off your back and you don't want to hear from it. So yeah. I completely understand that. All right. But. But do you feel like at least you understand the importance of why this stuff matters as you get older? Yes. Yes. So it's just the messenger that's delivering the information right now that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But schools don't take that role and don't do that because there are differences and nuances to everything that isn't the same for everybody. But at the same time, there are some basic fundamentals that they could teach, but people don't put enough, a big enough emphasis on it, unfortunately. Yeah. And so you guys don't get, don't get the right, you know, the right wow. So, um, Miss Miss Christy, thanks. You're amazing as well. Thanks. You got a super fan club today. <laughs> um, okay, so so he's trying to impart on them about education that the the financial part of it is important, mm -hmm. right? The actual learning about checking accounts, learning how money yeah. works, what interest is, how credit cards function, all that kind of stuff, because that's going to be one of the biggest parts of your life, mm -hmm. right? Whether you realize it or not, it's not that money is the most important thing, right? Mm -hmm. But if you didn't have money. Yeah. How would things go? Yeah, not really. No, so well. And do you want to live with me for the rest of your life? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So that's an even bigger deal. Yeah. Right? That even makes a bigger deal on why mm -hmm. the money's important. So so where do you think that you're going to start going to look for like do you have any ideas in your head cuz I know you're not thinking about this ever but just financial resources in general where would you go to now? If you didn't want to hear it from me, where would you go? Like if I wanted to learn? Yeah. Probably like TikTok, I won't lie. TikTok, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's fine. What about, do you ever use YouTube to look at anything like that? Not for that. No? No. Do you use YouTube very much? Uh, yeah, but not to. What do you look at on YouTube? Just, I don't know, like uh, YouTubers, I don't know, like makeup stuff. Uh, okay. Not very. Okay. But you think you would go to TikTok more so than YouTube to get financial stuff just because you're on I just, that more? I just think it's easier to find exactly what you're looking for because like YouTube videos can be 20 minutes long and gotcha. cover this many topics. But if I want to know this much about this topic, TikToks are like 60 seconds. I have 60 seconds about this one specific thing. Gotcha. I think if I couldn't find something on um, TikTok, then I'd go to like Safari or Google or something and look it up. And then it pulls up a YouTube video and it has like a highlighted okay. amount that to like watch. So if you went to TikTok and saw something that piqued your interest but didn't answer all the questions, then, then maybe I'd go to YouTube. You'd go to YouTube. Yeah. So you use TikTok as kind of like a browsing to find things and then uh -huh. go from there. Um, if you know the way TikTok works is you can create your own environment, right? Do you yeah, understand well, that? like what you like and favorite yeah. and search, that is what your for you page is. So I don't know that you'll you'll probably never do this, but my suggestion to you would be like once this stuff becomes impactful and you feel like there is a necessity for it mm -hmm. because you don't want to hear me talk about it all the time. Yeah, is on your TikTok feed occasionally I would like and or subscribe to some pages that talk about this subscribe. stuff because well do you know um, so what's happened to your mom? What did she tell you today? Do you remember Ugh. this morning when we were leaving about 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 the um, if I knew about this particular tea or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Why she bought know. all that cottage cheese. Yeah, some, I don't, what is it? I don't know. She's just on like her health, her health journey. Yes. I don't know. But what, where is she getting all this from? TikTok. Right. Yeah. Because I've sent her a couple things that, you know, because she asked me some questions about uh -huh. it. And we got into the red light therapy and all the other stuff. That I love been, that stuff. Red light therapy is pretty awesome. Uh -huh. um, but we got into all that stuff. Yeah. And now all of her TikTok feed is, you know, protein intake and exercise types and red light therapy and yes. all this stuff. So she's seeing it constantly. So what's happened? So now she's like now she's buying like, stuff and she's all all into it now. Yes, yes. Because the thing is, is you have to put that stuff in front of your face. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because me telling you all the time is boring as hell. Yeah. Like, you don't want to hear it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Especially because I'm the asshole that's telling you this stuff constantly <laughs> and it's wearing you down, uh -huh. right? But there are better ways to digest the information. And if you're, if you're method, if you like TikTok and yeah. that's something that you're on all the time, well, if you just create just a little bit of your TikTok feed that has more of that, then that stuff will start becoming front of mind because yeah. 
the, the further you can get out ahead of this as you move through having a job, you know, going into college and all that kind of stuff, the further advanced you're going to be when it really matters. Mm -hmm. And I know right now that that doesn't resonate because you're just like, whatever, bro. But there's a lot of bros. Okay. <laughs> Some. A whole lot of bros. Okay. Thrown around. But whatever it is, right, then if you start now, even though it's not something you particularly like, it will, it will tell you the way – it'll communicate it to you in a way that you do like that is digestible to you. Yeah. Right. Uh -huh. So even though it's like, I don't like um, eating healthy. Okay. I love eating. What do I eat all the time? Oh, cheese. Cheese. Love cheese. Yes. Chips and cheese is like yeah. my ghetto nachos. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> okay. But if I constantly follow health related things on all my social media platforms, uh -huh. then that reminder is in front of me every day. Hey, hey, chubby. Quit eating that stuff, Chubby. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that, right? And uh -huh. even though my nature is going to push me towards wanting to do that, I created that world specifically so it's a constant reminder that I need to stop, Yeah. right? So even sometimes things that you don't particularly like but that you know are important, mm -hmm. you have to put that stuff in front of you. And using TikTok and using the social media stuff that you already use is a way to do that so you don't have to keep hearing it from me. Yeah. So then when I ask you a question, you're like, blah, 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 blah. You already have the answer, <laughs> right? And then and then I just shut up. How nice would that be? That'd be great. <laughs> Just wish dad would shut the hell up. That would be awesome. Um, so uh, let's see. Anything else on the book that I wanted you to take away? Um, well, okay. Do you remember what they talked a little bit about fear and ignorance? Because this kind of relates to what we were just saying. It was like if they were too scared to go out and like not scared, but just like they're like, oh, I, money. I'm not like that big on money. Like it doesn't interest me, I guess. Yeah. Then like – um uh, it would like, they wouldn't really get very far, something like that. Well, let me ask you it to you like this. So, um, why do you think, why do you think that people in general don't focus a lot on money and finance stuff? Like as a, as a population, like, why would you think that that's the case? Cause it's boring. Cause it's boring. Right. Yeah. That's part of it for sure. Right. But then once you become an adult and you need it and it's not boring anymore, uh -huh. why, why don't people focus on it then? Because they're, like, scared, I guess, or, like, they don't want to, like, get involved too much, I guess. I don't Well, no, you're on the right track. It's it's usually comes down because it's kind of complicated, mm -hmm. right? It's 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 a lot of information, right? Yeah. It's like, what's your experience been, like, sitting through this, right? It seems like a lot. Yeah, it is. Right? And it's, like, almost overwhelming to a certain extent. Uh -huh. So it's best to just be like, I don't care about that. Just, just whatever. Yeah. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it, right? That's what most people, that's how they look at this stuff. But... The problem with that is it's done out of fear because they don't want to, number one, they don't want to feel dumb. All right. When we do this stuff, I don't, I'm dumb all the time. So I don't have a problem <laughs> like saying I'm an idiot with this kind of stuff all the time because uh -huh. I am, but, but people don't want to feel stupid, right? They, they don't want to dive into something that they don't really understand because they don't really understand how interest works. They don't understand compounding interest versus amortized interest and, and how all that plays in a role. They, the stock market makes people want to roll over and go to sleep. You know, uh -huh. the S and P 500, I don't need any more acronyms and numbers in my life. Like, yeah. but there's a certain part of it. This is where dad's conspiracy brain kicks in oh, where, God. yeah, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But imagine a system if if I wanted to make things to where you didn't want to access the information that I had, mm -hmm. then what would be the smartest thing for me to do with that? Keep it secret. Do I need to keep it secret? Because I can't keep everything oh, secret. Oh, just make it not interesting enough for people to like get make involved. Make it boring and uh -huh. complicated and as as, as little interest as possible, yeah. right? Because if I know all of it, it's like, that's why, that's why law is the way it is. Right. Because when you read a law brief, it's like, it wants to put you to sleep, but it's complicated and it's got a lot of jargon that you don't understand and all of that kind of stuff. So all of that kind of puts people in a place where like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Cause it seems like too much. Yeah. Right. But if you can get past that and sift through it, then you will be ahead of the curve on all that stuff. But it's just yes. a hard, it's a hard code to unlock because it is, like you said, it's boring. Very. Right. It's very, very boring. Yeah. But it's what drives your entire life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to tell you this stuff now while I still have you in the nest. So that way when you get out, it resonates a little bit better. Because I promise you when you're 24 years old, you will be calling me, asking me these questions at that point. <laughs> Probably. Probably so. 
Okay. So, but that's where, that's where a lot of the ignorance comes from is just that people, they don't want to learn it because it's boring. It's uninteresting. You know, they just want to have their job and work and go, go play Fortnite or go, you I love know, Fortnite. go to the Taylor Swift concert <laughs> and just LBL, right? Live yeah. the best life, right? That's what everybody wants to do. Uh -huh. um, and that's great. As long as you got somebody paying for it. Yeah. But, but you don't always have someone paying for it. And, and how excited are you about wanting to make sure that you marry for money? Is that on top of your list? No. No. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. Do, do you want to have to rely on your husband to? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. No. And it's going to be better that you understand more about it than him. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Because you don't need no man that you got to rely on. <laughs> no, right? You got to take care of your own business. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's dive into you now have a what? I have a job. You got a J-O-B. I do. Okay. So tell me about how you found the job, but tell me what you went through. And it wasn't a lot, but tell me some of the stuff that you went through before you found this one. So and how you found it and what your process was. I was, this was like a while ago. I was on TikTok actually. And I okay. get, I get ads recently. I've been getting ads for like college searching mm -hmm. like apps. Um, but I got an app or I got an ad for indeed, which is like, a job thing and you can put in your resume. I don't have a resume, but like your talents and yeah. da, 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 and it'll give you like jobs in your area. And so I was looking on that and like aqua tots, which is a swim school mm -hmm. came up and I was like, and it said urgently hiring. And I was like, okay, well that's good. Cause <laughs> if they're urgently hiring, then they're probably not looking in. <laughs> Cause I was like, I haven't had a job before. I don't do stuff. You have like, no experience. I don't. Yes. And so, well, okay. Back up just a second though. Okay. So you had, two two other things so one is i gave you a job oh god yeah <laughs> tell so us about that i was editing podcast they were like i was not editing your podcast but i was uploading them into you were taking old podcasts and updating and I, the information yeah. yes and it was fine it's just number one it was for you right which is hard because i can't separate you as yes. my dad and my boss. And I just, I couldn't do that. Cause if you told me to do something, I'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. And like, I just couldn't. You're right. And one of the bad parts is I just did it on my laptop at home. And so it was really hard for me to like turn off all my stuff and just like, okay, like focus on lock that. in. Yes. And I could not lock in. Okay. That's fair. And then the other hard part was, um, it was so boring. Yeah. Cause it was repetitive. Yeah. You did the same exact thing over and over again you had to upload it and you'd sit there and wait 10 minutes and you're just like, Okay. Can you imagine that that's some people's hell? That's their job. I'm every sure it day is. And I never, in. I never want to experience that as a full-time job. I could not do that. Not that particular task, but just, but just the same thing over and over again. I just, yes. And so then I was like, okay, if I'm not going to do that, cause at first I was doing it, but then I would do it once every day. And then it's turned in like once a week. And then I just kind of stopped doing it. And I was like, okay. Well, Did I write you that hard about it though? No, you didn't. No. You were just like, hey, are you going to do this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe. And you're like, no, no, she's not. And did I encourage you to get a job? <laughs> yeah, you did. You're like, if you don't want to do this, you got to do something. And why did I encourage you to get a job? Because you knew that I didn't like that at all. Well, I knew that, but why else? So I could, I don't know. It kind of relates to the book a little bit. How? What? Well, like, what do you mean? If you're having to go work for somebody, right? Uh -huh. And go experience what you experienced on your first day. Yeah. I which just... wasn't terrible, but. No, wait, like my first day at, at, your, at your new, Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that sucked too. Right, right. <laughs> but it's the idea of like, I gave you an opportunity to do something that yes. you, we could be flexible with it. And now you're having to go to a place where you have to physically show up and you have yeah. to walk in, you have to be there. And so you have a little bit of a perspective on two different ways to do this. Yes. Right. So what I'm trying to do is help you understand what it actually is to be an employee. Yes. Right. I gave you a chance to kind of work on your own and make money and be freelance, as we would call it. Right. Uh -huh. And you couldn't focus. Because uh -huh. you were at home, so you yeah. needed to get out. And I was annoying you, okay? Which Hello. all of this stuff was fully expected, right? Uh-huh. But I was paying you more than what you're making now. Yes, right? you were. Okay. So, and you had the freedom to do it whenever you wanted to. Uh -huh. You just couldn't discipline yourself enough at this point to do it. Yeah. Which, all of that was fully expected. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so, all right. So, then you find about it indeed. Now, originally, you tried to go somewhere else to get a job, though, right? What happened with that? Remember the rally house deal? Oh yeah. I wanted to go to, I wanted to work at rally house and cause that was on indeed too, actually. But, um, I had a friend go and apply and they didn't want 
they didn't want like after school shifts. They right. were done. They had all those. They wanted like morning people. Right. And as a high and school, I have school, so that's right. As I a high school that. kid, you have limitations yes. on what you can accept. Right. Okay. So then we go on Indeed. Aquatots is urgently hiring. So yeah. then what happened? So then I just like applied. It was really easy. I just like literally just clicked a button and it was like, okay, put in your resume if you have one. I was like, didn't have a resume. And it was like extra notes. And I was like, hey, Never really had a job before, but I was a cheer coach, so I can teach kids. And then she reached out through the app, and she was like, hey, like, we'd love for you to come in. When can you come in? And it was kind of, like, slow responses because that app, like, isn't – I mean, it was used, but, like, it probably would have been easier if I went in person. I just never really got around to it before she answered me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so I went in. I got interviewed, I guess. It wasn't – it was just like – what are your skills? What are you not good at? Like, if ha, have you had any jobs before? Like, what were the good experiences, bad experiences? And so I was like, told her all this stuff. And then she was like, okay, you you have the job. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then she's like, when can you work? And I was, I practice Tuesday, Thursday. So I worked Monday, Wednesday. I was going to work Fridays, but y'all thought that I shouldn't work Fridays. So I have a day off and I won't get burnout because right. I have tournaments on the weekends and you haven't experienced that yet, but do you think that was probably a good move? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely do. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I went in. First day was yesterday. Uh-huh. First day on the job? Yep. I sat in an office for four and a half hours and watched videos. <laughs> you were, quote unquote, training. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. So, I get paid 13 an hour since I, while I'm training. So, I do the video trainings, which is like... I have to watch the classes and like learn the like holds how to hold the kids and like Aquatots is a swim school by the way in case for that yeah. wasn't clear yeah and I have to learn all the different levels and how to document kids progress and do all this stuff and then once I learn all that then I'm like in water training and I get like a little plastic fake little baby doll <laughs> <laughs> and so then I do that and then I like am observed while I teach a class and then after that then I'm like certified and then I get my little thing. And then after I'm certified, I get 14 an hour. <laughs> yeah. Moving up in the world. <laughs> so, but right now I'm just training. Yes. So. Okay. So what was your experience like sitting in the office by yourself training? It was so boring. Oh yes. my gosh. But and necessary. Like, it was. Yeah. And I paid attention. It just like, cause I'm like, okay, four hours isn't that much. Like I'm in school for eight hours, like whatever. But also three of those out, three of those hours are volleyball. And, like, I'm in school, like, my mind is, like, working. Like, I'm doing things, and I'm like, okay, like, I have to do this. I have to get good grades. Like, there's a test on Friday. I have to pay attention. And I still obviously paid attention to this, but this, like, there weren't a whole lot of, like, interaction stuff. It was right. just, like, hour-long video. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I can't. Yes. Like, it was, it was rough. Yes. It's a lot when you have to sit in there for hours and hours yes. and go through it. And the good thing about this job will be, though, well, there's, there's, a good, there's good things, but then there's one really bad thing, dude. Can you can you think of what the one really bad thing is about this job? Like this specific one? Just yes, this specific job as it relates to think of it as, as it relates to me. Oh god. <laughs> this actually he did this when he was not you weren't my age, but you were I was a little older than you. Yeah. But 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 close to it. No, I was about 17 when I started. But he was a swim school instructor as yes, well. So. Yes. For a number, I ran a swim school for years. He did. Yeah. So he's he's like, oh, like what are the holds still the same? <laughs> like I don't know. Gosh. Yes, it is going to be a bit of a beating. I'm going to try my best to <laughs> to uh, not inundate you every day with questions, just because. I mean, of of all of the jobs you could have chosen, this was probably the worst as far as as it relates to me beating yeah. you down about it. So no, yeah. Definitely. So just just be ready. But you chose it. I did. So it's I on take you. full responsibility. That's right. Um, but the good thing about this job, though, is that it is active, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Because you're in the water, you're working with the kids. Yes. Right? It's also different. Yeah. It's not the same job every day. No. Right? Maybe the same kids in classes. And that's and that's kind of why I wanted to do it. Because I really like, like, younger kids. Like, I like them a lot. And yeah. um, I couldn't do something like, <clears throat> I don't know, like, Folding shirts. work at Chick-fil-A or <laughs> – yeah pack sun and like just folding clothes like i want to like do stuff and i have to, it's like i can actually do stuff you know yeah. so. well and this will be good do you remember what i why i told you why this is a good thing as far as like you growing into other roles later on down the road not with this job in particular but it helps learn how to deal with kids i guess that's like yeah but it's about communication right yeah so and like with the parents and stuff yes yeah. 
So you learn how to talk to adults and look, communicate with them well about the thing that they're most yeah. passionate about, which is their child, uh -huh. right? So they're everything serious and a big deal, yes. right? You can't pretend like it's not because if mm. you do, they'll get really, really <laughs> real fast, yeah. right? So it's always a big deal, but that's a, it's a good communication tool because now you have to talk to children, which mm -hmm. is its own other level of thing. Yes. By the way, communicating with kids is way more fun than communicating with adults. No, I know. Just, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. I was, I was a cheer coach. I did all of that. That I'm sure it'll be very different because I didn't really interact with the parents at all, but it was, it was different yes. hanging out with the kids, but I mean, it's fun, like talking to them and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. And kids are awesome. They, they, they just tell you whatever's on their mind. Yeah. Oh, brutally honest. Yeah. <laughs> There's no I, got, I got, I got a little bullied. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're definitely rough. They're definitely yeah. rough. Um, but you also communicate with kids. So now you have to learn how to communicate with adults, right? Yeah. Because you know, well, it's even, why have I always told you guys part of the reason that we don't go, not, not that there's anything wrong with private schools at all, but why, why have I said to you specifically why we don't, why I prefer you to be in public school versus private school? Do you remember? Is it because there's like all different kinds of people and stuff? Yes. And, yeah. All different walks of life, people from all different backgrounds that you have to, I mean, it, everything's a bubble to a certain extent, but, but people that you have to be able to interact with, because once you get out of our bubble in our little world, yeah. then you have, there's no, you have no idea what you're going to run into and who you're going to have to interact with and deal with and all that kind of stuff. And so, so interacting with people and having exposure to different types of environments is important when you're young, because then yes. you can learn how to deal with it get older and this is the same thing because communicating with children and then turning on a dime and being able to turn around and communicate with an adult okay in that same situation yeah. is a skill you know and mm -hmm. it is something that you'll develop and then you know of course it comes down to you know tricks of the mind on how to get kids to do certain things <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff that's going to be fun with it that i think you're really going to enjoy but it's going to take a little time um, for you to settle in with it. And, and then once you start getting your pay paychecks, uh -huh. um, have you even thought about taxes yet? No. Yeah, I did. Cause I, so I did the math because I don't know if I should be talking about this, but I don't really care. So like I did $13 an hour times four is 52. I was like, okay, well, I'm working two times a week. So that's $104 a week. But then taxes, I'm like, I don't know how much is that, like, you know, but like I, I know that I'm not going to get. Thirteen dollars an hour is all. It's, it's all gonna somewhere go between twenty to thirty percent. Oh God, bro. <laughs> that's like gonna suck. Yes. Yeah. Now the good news is, is that most of that you'll get back. Yeah. Because you're not in, a, you're not going to be in a high enough tax bracket. Now you can set it up in where they don't take any money out, mm -hmm. um, and that's that's not a bad thing. Um, but it, if you do it that way, then you'll get like this it's almost like they're saving money for you uh -huh. and you'll get this little check at the end of the year. So you'll get like a thousand dollars and you'll be like, oh. right. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like its own little savings account for you. Now the government gets to make interest on that, which, you know, that's a whole other thing down the road we'd get to, but, but ultimately having them withhold that money, it's going to suck because your paycheck is going to be a lot less. Yeah. Right. But you'll get a lot of that back because you just don't make enough money to be taxed at that level. But that's mm -hmm. usually what they hold out from you. And, and you'll feel the pain of that when you first see it. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be sad and depressing. <laughs> um, but it's a good experience for you to go through this, to have a job, to start working. And, you know, you're already you're a very busy kid. So you got a lot of stuff that, that you're doing between volleyball and school. And yeah. now we're adding a job to it. So I'm probably seem like, the, you know, the hard driving, terrible parent, but, but, uh, this is like, I only got a couple more years with you yeah, and, and sure. I gotta, I gotta get all this. I gotta cram all this in now while your brain's somewhat developed. I mean, with your brother, it's going to take forever because he's going to be a moron. Yeah, good, good luck with yeah good luck with that one. So at least, uh, at least with you, I've got a little bit of cog <laughs> cognitive functional right now. You know, most of us men are stupid until we're like i still am basically so i don't know that we ever figured it out but um so all right well that's pretty much it for today um next time we're probably gonna do this around spring break because we can only do it during holidays when you don't have school because yep. in the middle of the day um but we're gonna get into probably talk a little bit about how it was to make your deposits we're gonna talk probably some more about some taxes okay. we may actually have some budgeting stuff that we do at that point because okay. You're going to have to be driving and um, now you're going to be spending money on things and getting money. So yes. how much are we taking in versus how much are we going out? Um, we're going to keep reading the book, uh -huh. even though you find it super annoying. But, you know, I know you love to read, just not this stuff. Not that stuff. Um, I want you to try to curate your TikTok feed a little bit and see okay. if you can add a few more of this these topics to it mm -hmm. um, to see if you pick up some stuff and have some questions about some things that otherwise you wouldn't have. Okay. Um, but this was a lot better. You did much better today. 
Thanks. You talked. I did. Was it horrible? It wasn't that bad. Okay. It's not that terrible, not right? Not that bad. I mean, I know coming into it, you should have seen her face when she walked in here. This was like the last thing that she wanted to do today. <laughs> I want to go watch my Grey's Anatomy. Yes. All right. Well, now you can go watch Grey's Anatomy. All right. Well, thank you, for everybody, for sticking around. We're going to do another one of these um, in a month or two and keep going down this road. So if y'all have any questions or um, want to ask anything, if there's anything we can interject, if I can make her do more stuff, please send me some advice. I'm happy to take it. So sorry you had to come in. Oh my God. Uh, he got a soundboard and he doesn't know how to act now. <laughs> got a soundboard. I'm super excited. I mean, I've had the soundboard. I just don't usually use it in the podcast. So, all right. Thanks everybody. Y'all have a great um, rest of your week. We will be back. I'll be back on uh, Friday next week. I'm actually, or Thursday, I should say. Um, I'm having uh, Brad Bingham, my insurance guy, come in and we are going to, and, and great friend, um, and we're going to talk about why insurance premiums have literally gone through the roof. Um, insurance is even more fun than finance. Who's excited? Um, but if you're having to spend a ton of money on car insurance, which I am because you're expensive, and a ton of money on homeowner's insurance, which we are because we own homes, and anything else, then you definitely want to tune into this because the premiums are going through the roof and everybody's mad about it. So we'll find out why. And Brad's one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to this stuff. So everybody have a great weekend and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.